Warning, this chapter of Distance Nerding was recorded live, which means there may be strong language, unsuitable for children, and unusual humor, which may be unsuitable for everyone who claims to be human. Parental discretion is advised. Nerding. Oh yes. Well, howdy there, fellers. What's happening? How are you? Doing good. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. You're now and listening, and it is laundry day, and tasting <laughs> distance nerding, a part of the Comic Con Radio podcast family. She's free, girl. Oh, it's my cute. I told you, I'm missing my cues tonight. Uh, he's Jamez 5000. And I guess I'm the young Phil. <laughs> and we're... Be, I'm sorry. This is, I'm just, this is going to be... Here to nerd, <laughs> to nerd together. Together for the 122nd time. We're together. talking about anything. Pop culture, movies, food, music, wrestling, comics, Comic-Cons, whatever you're nerding out on, we want to talk about it. Oh, absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, you got to follow us. On all the fun places like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, Discord, all at Distance Nerding. And of course, you can email us at distancenerding at AOL.com. I do that just because it cracks you up, right? It's hilarious. It is always going to crack. Always. But I can put it on screen so you can see it. Dist. <laughs> distancenerding at AOL.com. So good. Y'all are ridiculous. I love I know. it. It's great. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we uh we we we're ready to get going because this week on deck we've got the geek end update. Yeah, yeah. Feel the power? Powerhouse Comic Con is coming. Oh, and then we're gonna be uh not starting any rumors. Right. No rumors. Do that. Just Star Wars facts. Because facts, we've got a giant facts. dose of the download. The download. A celebration of Star Wars news. Get it? Celebration. Get it? Mm-hmm. Get I see it. what you did there. See what you did there. But before we do any of that, of course, all before. Before we do all the fun stuff. But first, let me get a shout out. You always do that, and I get into it, and then you stop it. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll actually play the song. <laughs> so that way you're like, oh, wait, there's a whole song to this? Oh, I know, oh right? God. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, shout outs, nerd appreciation shout outs. Of course, we got to shout out the one, the only Poddex. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Poddex. They're a unique episode, interview, episode, question, and episode starting prompt in the palm, in the of, palm your of your hand. If so you're if a you new are- broadcaster or an existing broadcaster, <laughs> look at the girl you're on. Audience or get more engagement, level up with Poddex and check out poddex.com. Use code NERDING10 for 10% off. That's NERDING10 for 10%. Off. And he's just over here, just like, oh, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to let you say it. You're just, just I'm going to take it from you, is what yeah. I'm doing here. What it yeah. is. Well, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, of course, if the show is powered by Poddex, then what is Young Phil powered by? And I'm going to tell you what that is, ladies and gentlemen. It's Dubby. Yes, Dubby's an emerging brand of energy drinks created to help focus, concentration, reaction time with no jitters or crash. 
Dash. Debbie contains no maltodextrin, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors or dyes. Uh, and uh, it's keto-friendly. So guys, Debbie is one of the few drinks that contains Neurofactor, a neurotropic derived from the coffee fruit. Neurofactor helps give your brain focus and clarity, while the 150 milligrams of caffeine and three essential B vitamins help you stay alert and energized. Find out more about Debbie at www.debbie.gg and use the code NERDING10 to get 10% off your order. How cool. Oh my god, it is Madison here, and I have to tell you that Debbie is so good. Like, you know, I like to go out party all the time, and Debbie helps me do it, because it's just so fantastic. At first, you drink it, and it's, like, really yummy, and then it gets a little scary, because you get really energized, and then it's yummy again, but then it's scary, but yummy at the same time. Oh, so fantastic. It helps me party even longer. Why do you sound so much like my sister? I don't know who your sister is. Maybe I met her at a party. I, I mean, that's that's quite, that's possible. Yeah. I'm kind of a partier, so. Well, yeah, and she might be one of my crew now. I do have a posse. And Wongers, he is fantastic. Let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, head over to W.GG. Use that code you see on the screen. Nerding10, if you're listening, that is N-E-R-D-I-N-G-1-0. Nerding10 and get 10% off your order. Yes. Wongers, Wongers uses the W. You know Wongers oh, yeah. uses the W. He's yep. got to. Well, I mean, now that he and Madison are like BFF, he's got to use the W because that girl knows how to hard. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> you know what's funny is I was uh, I was listening to a Kevin Smith podcast uh, and he was talking about how when he met uh, Benedict Wong, uh, he was at a con and he's in the green room and he walks in and he goes, oh, I'm Benny. And he goes, no, you're not. You're Wong. <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? It's true because his last name is Wong. So right. It's like, you know, they picked the right actor. I just think it's right. funny. I always wanted to know, like, what the back and forth between uh, Benedict Wong and Benedict Cumberpatch and the director was because he's like, hey, Ben, Ben. And they're both like, yes. You know, it's like, well, it's like, apparently, you know, that ben. apparently, Benedict Wong uh, calls himself Benny because mm. so, when he introduced himself to Kevin Smith, he called himself Benny. Yeah. Well, that makes it easy. But I just, yeah. I've loved him since the IT route, so. Oh yeah, Benedict Wong's awesome. Uh, so let's get into uh, uh, a, a little bit of kind of like more fun things, shows and things we got coming up. Because ladies and gentlemen, it is time of all the geek Distance nerding is part of the Comic Con radio family, bringing all the nerd news to all the nerds around the globe. Listen to Distance Nerding on and and the second show, a Comic Con conversation, a Comic Conversation. You know the name of our show, this Comic <laughs> Conversation. Hey, you know I would know them if you would post them to our feed, but you're not. So <laughs> how about that? Because they're supposed to be exclusive to Comic Con radio. So that's hey, I'm exclusive to harping on you. So look for Distance Nerding podcast. <laughs> and a new episode of a comic conversation each week on comiccon-radio.com slash podcast and i'm gonna pop it in the chat so you can all check it out yes sir every time the comic-con radio thing i always think of mexican radio and i want to go comic-con radio oh, i don't know why because i did that radio. joke like the second week and 
and I can't think of a better joke. So that works out. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, if you are watching now and you saw us over at Gem State Comic Con, uh, we had a whole bunch of fun. We haven't done a recap on the show yet because we've been so slammed. And I apologize for that because I know a couple people have been asking for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But at the same time, we do have to start moving into our next con uh, with um, with Colossus Girl Entertainment. And that show is Powerhouse Comic Con. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Powerhouse Comic Con uh, no is, is happening May 20th in Pleasanton, California. Now, it's going to be featuring David Faustino. If you guys don't know who that is. Oh, I, 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 I see Trace, all that, that look, right? Uh, that's uh, Married with Children, if you're uh, uh, if, you, if you know many Married with Children, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Married uh, with Children. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. uh, we're also getting Tracy Gold from Growing Pains. Oh, wow. Elise Bauman, uh, who was in Dragon Ball Z. I believe she played um, uh, Gohan. No. Mm-hmm. Was it no. Gohan or no? Yeah. Young Goku. Young Goku. It was Young Goku. Oh, oh really? We're going to interview Goku's back to back? Yeah. So she played Young Goku. Interesting. Totally That's different fun. character. Young right. Goku and Goku. Totally. Right. And many, many more. So we're going to be getting a whole bunch of characters. I mean, technically, he is a completely different character. He from- is. Yes. From from regular Goku, <laughs> you know, um, he's he's definitely a lot more curious. If you've seen the Japanese version of Dragon Ball, <laughs> he's kind of an asshole. That's so. an understatement that he's curious. Okay. Uh, like, like, I mean, he punched Bulma in the in, in the yum yum spot. So I mean, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm gonna call that because that's gonna be the safe way to say that on a on, on a podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> in the yum yum spot. Yum. Yum yum. Uh, yum yum spot. <laughs> that almost sounds like Goku saying that. <laughs> um, so yes, ladies and gentlemen, go to powerhousecomiccon.com. Get your tickets. If you don't already have a forever pass, you need to get one. Uh, of yeah. course, you're going to see all kinds of uh, uh, not just guests, but we're also going to have, I mean, there's a lot of vendors. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Lucha Realis is going to be there. Oh, really? Well, I know. Awesome. I know. I know. Um, I know Eric has been to a couple of their shows shows as just as an artist oh nice yeah awesome uh so we'll we'll, we'll confirm with them but i'm pretty sure they have they're gonna have a booth sweet and we might get an appearance from the fresno deadpools that's what i hear is that they may be coming to the show which is gonna be awesome they were you guys should do a flash mob oh and don't rehearse it yes all the deadpools just start dancing and don't even talk about it don't even like plan it no and then at the end just have me screaming we planned this for weeks yeah you guys not know this All of my hard choreography down there, Drew. This was so planned. <laughs> well, not planned. It's not it's terrible. Sorry. PowerhouseComicCon.com, <laughs> May 20th, Pleasanton, California. See you there. Absolutely. Well, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into uh, <laughs> to the meat of the show. Have it's we not explained time. why Horace is not with us this week? We, we right have now? not yet. Maybe we should do that before we get into okay. the download. Just said, he's traveling right now. That's why he's not with us. And that's why, uh, and Roshi doesn't come on without him. So that's why Roshi wasn't in as well. So he should be back, I think, next week, right? Is he back with us? He might be in studio Thursday. We're not going to. Okay. There we go. Oh, surprises ruined. We have a rumor. Yeah, that that would be a rumor. That would be a rumor because we're not we're not 100% on that, but it's a possibility. You guys, do you guys make excuses when I'm not on? You guys Absolutely. just like. Well, no, when you're not on, I just say you're locked in the closet again. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good. yeah. All right. Keep the yeah. show going. That's what I like. Yeah. That's what I like. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So I just wanted to mention it just in case, you know, I mean, they're used to the four of us. So I wanted to, you know, talk about the elephant not 
not in the room or not the elephant in the room. I don't know. Pink elephant somewhere. I, Just I keep talking. No you'll dig is. yourself out of it. It's okay. Because I'm, I'm, I'm about to do the one thing that James hates when that, that I do. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> it's all powdery on your fingers. Oh my goodness. Uh, did you never eat tang when you it's, were a kid it's so in tang. powder form? Yeah, I know. Right. I did when I was a child. <laughs> yeah. I and mean, now I do it with my dubby. Now you, you do it go. with your fingers. But yeah, that's what I did. I you was... didn't lick your fingers as a kid, James. When you yeah. Did... Cause I wasn't spilling it. Why do you keep spilling it every week? I'm not spilling it. That's that's literally my putting my hand inside of a, 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 a you're a... scooping it with your hands. They have a spoon for no, it. It's not a spoon. There's a, there's a, there's a dipper thing inside of there. There's a, damn it. What are they called? Scoop. Yeah. There's a scoop inside of there. And of course yeah. to grab the scoop. I have to put my hand inside the powder. I'm a little concerned. You were like three knuckles deep and I'm just <laughs> concerned. Oh, yeah, it is on my knuckles. <laughs> exactly. See, <laughs> you can see it on your hands. You, you weirdo. Know, you can actually put the scoop on the outside. <laughs> you just put the lid back on and then scoop there and then you can do it that way. Yeah. I, have I like mean, I'm not seven, telling you how to live. I have like seven of these things and those are just going to get lost. I'm not, I'm not. You got all motherly on us for a second. There. <laughs> exactly. I did. I, totally did. I will stop that. Immediately. Yeah. Well, let's, let's get this going guys. Uh, cause we have a lot to go over this week. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for the download. Don't forget, check out the Distance Nerdington post on Facebook. All the trailers, all the reactions, all the rumors are there for you. Distance Nerdington post on Facebook. All right, let's get into some news. <laughs> we got some uh, news before the news, news before the, the Star Wars news. So right. let's start off with some monstrous news. So the filmmaking team behind the relaunch of the Scream franchise, Radio Silence, has signed on to develop an untitled monster thriller for Universal Pictures. I'm excited for this. Where's yeah. Graveyard? I know. Graveyard should be here to talk about this, but he's I playing know. Destiny, so it's fine. Oh, it's his destiny to miss this. <laughs> All we know about the film is that it's in the same vein as uh, The Invisible Man and Renfield. I guess yeah. Renfield's doing really well or something like that. People are, are talking well, it about it. hasn't Renfield. come out yet, but I am so excited. I know, but there's a there's a good amount of buzz behind it. Oh, definitely. Um, it's interesting because Renfield seems kind of like a like a comedy. Yeah, and, exactly. And the Invisible Man was a very serious like thriller. So I mean, like mm -hmm. I do like the science aspect of the Invisible Man. So it's kind of like mm -hmm. you know, it's kind of cool where they're going. Well, you, I feel like you have to go that way with them, mm -hmm. like because technology has advanced so much. Right. Whereas back then it was no, it was magic. It's magic. You know? Yeah. Now it's like you know suppression technology along yeah. with, uh, with 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 uh, active camo, which is a super good idea. Yeah, active and, camo. Yeah, active, active so, camo. That's what that was. Okay, and, but Fancy. then and so but then it's like got like the mummy. Like how do you how, like? And they did that a while ago with uh, Brendan Fraser, and that was totally like big epic like action movie, right? Well, do, so they, do you bring in that version, or do you finally do you create a new version, but that's more faithful to the mummy itself? I think we're getting to that part in nostalgia where you want to go back to it because think about how well uh, Werewolf by Night did, like how everybody was talking about it was so brilliant and they that was what they did they went back to that yeah old you know the practical monster right. movie you know and i think we're ready for that yeah. we've been dipping our toes in the horror genre for what 15 years now again horror is making a ton of money yeah so i don't see those horror going anywhere. movies yeah, so radio silence was supposed to direct the movie after scream six but paramount wants a seventh 
Scream movie, of course, you know. Uh, of course. Um, so they're supposed to do uh, the next movie after Scream 7 uh, and go forward from there. So, yeah, we got some time. See what happens, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Right? I'm into it. Again, yeah. I'm, I'm into the idea of this. Um, they If it's making money, I'm I'm for it. But I won't be watching them. I, just, I want good Chances story. are, because I don't do horror. Yeah, I, I just want good story. I, I, I don't care, you know, that you're making a movie that has uh, uh, Frankenstein in it, Frankenstein's monster, that you have a movie that has... Uh, you know the the uh, the werewolf or the mummy or uh, Phantom of the Opera, how they have them on on in the picture there. Like, I don't care creature from the Black Lagoon. Like I, I don't care what characters you're doing. I want good story. I want it to be cohesive. And when you have good individual stories, and then you put them together in a way where all of them make sense in the same universe, then I'm okay with that. Yeah. When you're yeah, I mean it goes yeah. back to the story. If it's yeah. a good story, it doesn't matter what genre it is. Mm-hmm. People are gonna be drawn to it. Man, like, I will watch horror movies with good mm-hmm. stories. Yeah, you know, the, the, again, the mummy movies, the ones with Brendan Fraser, say for the third one, the first two movies were actually really good. Yeah, you know, so I mean, like that, if they go along those route that that route where you have just good character development and good character storytelling, then I'm all for it. Oh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I you know, and I actually like the third one too um, for what it was, but it had so many people like Michelle Yeoh was in it. You know, <laughs> she played. Yeah, but it was more just know, the story it's... wasn't that good in the third one. You know, and, and I didn't. <laughs> yeah, like, it was. Like changed out so many characters, uh, so many two athletes. two Academy Award winners yeah. in that yeah. movie. Thank you very much. Yeah. Was, that, that movie became more spectacle, so it's just kind yeah. of like they tried to do a little more spectacle than they than, than they did story. Mm-hmm. Whereas the first two movies they focused more on the story, so it's kind of like right. you know, and, and they were just trying to cash in on oh, well, where else can we do a mummy? Oh, okay, we can do uh, we can do the the um, was it with the was it the Chinese? Oh, was it the Chin Empire? I can't remember. remember which it was, empire it was, was. One of the dynasties and. And it was just kind yeah. of like, oh, we're going to cash in on another mummy from a, from a different area of the world. And they just yeah. did not do it correctly. You know, they could have done so much better of a story with that. Yeah, so they, ha- that story was pretty good. So how do your mummy fool me? So how do All right, you- let's keep going. Yep. So I was going to I was going to say here, uh, let me go back over to this page. Uh, so DC sneaking in some news this week, guys. DC well, Studios. Pez's girl had a question about the Scream movie. Oh, what, what was the question? It says, what would they do with it? It ended pretty well. It, it, I, I mean, have no idea. Probably, I haven't seen it. So. The, it would probably be a conclusion. So there would probably be like, okay, they're like finally ending everything going on in the story. Uh, and again, it's more, they're just trying to cash in on it than they are trying to like, you know, continue, you know, oh yeah, we think there's more story that needs to be done. They're just like, make another story because we want money. Yeah, I like money. I like money. Uh, money, money, so, money, money, money. So going back to this DC story here, guys, DC Studios co-CEO James Gunn recently took to Twitter to answer some questions from fans about a variety of upcoming DC projects. All of these details were dropped while most of the internet was focusing on all of the Star Wars news coming out of Star Wars Celebration. Two of the biggest projects that he offered updates on were Peacemaker Season 2 and Waller. Uh, what do you guys think of that? Because I am excited for both those, and I'm happy that they're still happening. I forget that like this stuff is news, because I follow him on Twitter, and so I read all of the stuff mm. as it's happening, and I'm like, you know, James Gunn, he's such a good guy. He's actually answering these questions. He could just be like, guys, can't tell you. But he's actually telling people stuff, and he's you know having the conversations with mm-hmm. him and that's ama- that's what I think is amazing so out of this whole story it's like whether we get a second a second season of Peacemaker in the Waller series or not him engaging with the fans and answering their questions as best as he can I think is this real story of it but yeah I never think that this is news because you know because I follow him on Twitter so I'm just like oh yeah James is just oh, yeah, you know he's just James answering questions it. you know right. <laughs> I, so I, I like the idea that you know because he's already said Preacher Commandos is 
coming out before Superman Legacy. Waller's going to come out. If it, if it comes out before Superman Legacy, then it, if it's done on time, then they'll release it beforehand. But I like the idea of, you know, us getting more establishment of Amanda Waller uh, pre-Superman because then they can start getting into like Project Cadmus and things like that. Uh, I'm so and, ready for stuff like that. Right. And then, you know, Checkmate. Like, right, right. You know, and then Creature Commandos being something that, you know, it's an animated thing. It's going to be kind of fun to see that ahead of time. So, I mean, like, yeah. I, I'm excited for everything that James Gunn is uh, kind of releasing and, and talking about. And I, I mean, the fact that Peacemaker, so he did say, confirm that Peacemaker season two would happen after Superman Legacy. Yeah. So if we have Superman Legacy first and then Peacemaker season two comes out, you know, what references to Superman Legacy are we going to get in Peacemaker? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so much. And him like saying, hey, you know, if everything goes the way we want, it'll be this way. And, you know, he's not making like, no, we're going to get it out at this time. He's just like, look, guys, I can only work on one thing at a time, you know, right. uh, as far as writing. And and I think that's great. I, I do. I, I think him, he is the leader they needed for, for DC for several reasons. Yeah. But probably for the most, it's just the way he communicates with fans, the way right. that he's out there. He's just out there and he's just talking. And uh, and I think that's great. And he, he has no problem calling out someone yeah. on something. Oh, absolutely yeah. not. Because there have yeah. been people who have been like, you should do this or you should do that. Like, well, here's the reason I'm not doing that. And it's like, I love mm -hmm. that he does that. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, it, it's it's great in that aspect. I just, I, Peacemaker's so far down on my list of things that I that I think are, are priorities for DC. I, I, just, I just loved what that he did with that because it was yeah. like, again, what he did with Guardians. You just take a minor character that nobody cares about in the comics. And, and he, he makes it super cool. But like super front and center, right? And John yeah. Cena killed that role. So it was just yeah. like, you know. I think it's going to happen. I'm just like, I, it's not, I'm more interested in that really the first thing they're putting out is animated, which in the past they have had slam dunk after slam dunk in animation. So right. yeah, you go with your strengths and then you pull out your, you know, platinum character that is Superman right. and, and that's what you swing with. And then you've got this other stuff to really kind of fall back on. And I think that's where he's most focused right now. And so the other stuff he's like, this will happen after because I'm working on this. Right. And I just think that's great. And right. I'm done talking. No, no worries. Uh, so, so keeping it in DC, you want to take the next one? I can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, speaking of DC dates and no, I would not date Jason Momoa. What? Much. I would no, date Jason Momoa. I'm straight. <laughs> He's not. He's not my thing. I think he's funny. I would not. I would happily go and hang out with him in a bar and like you just hang with him. But I'm not interested in him romantically at all. In any like no long weekend, nothing. Not one night stand or any so. And Lopez's girl just uh, saying in the chat, Superman Legacy would be great if first, then Peacemaker after. That's that's yeah. the plan. That's what he's saying he's going to do is yeah. Superman first, then Peacemaker after that. Yeah, I absolutely. jumping jumping real quick back to Peacemaker and all that. I think there's going to be a bottleneck because. Because a lot of this is all on James Gunn. Peacemaker, Waller, Superman Legacy. It's all on his back to write it or direct it or a combination of it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, it may be spaced out further where so he can can write it. But we don't know. He may have already written part of Waller, you right. know, before he started Superman. So we don't know where everything is in the process. So right. anyway, getting back to this. Warner Brothers has done some Hollywood show and updated release dates for some films. The biggest news is that James Wong's Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom 
is going five days earlier on Wednesday, December 20th this year instead of Christmas Day. What do we think about that? That's, that's interesting that, that they're doing it five days ahead of time. Uh, and I, I don't know what other movies are coming out around Christmas, but like, you know, maybe they're trying to avoid the Christmas rush or maybe they think that they're because it's on Christmas. Or it was on Christmas that they weren't going to have as big returns. So, you know, yeah. we'll five days before, then we can have larger returns. Get that build up to actual Christmas. So, right. you know, keep going. Yeah, it, I think it's probably it's probably more of a profit strategy than anything else. Right. But um, but yeah, so I mean, it's five days. It's not it's not a huge thing, but it is interesting because most of the time when you hear news like this, it's they're being delayed. So it was cool to see five days ahead of time. So right. now uh, the wise guys from director Barry Levinson, it will open on February 2nd of 2024. And that film starts stars Robert De Niro, Deborah Messing and Catherine Narducci with Erwin Winkler producing. Okay. The mobster film pushes Warner Brothers animated. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that was the. <laughs> I don't know anything about the wise guys. So <laughs> I don't either. Tell, so. but it's, I didn't it's, even know that was you know. coming out. But I mean, like, again, the cast is that's a pretty decent cast. And Barry yeah. Levinson makes pretty good movies. So. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I think that's kind of neat. All right. So the mobster film pushes Warner Brothers animated Toto off that date. And for the moment, that Wizard of Oz feature is updated. It's undated. Yeah. I mean, more than likely. Undated, sorry. More than likely. I mean, there's probably something with the story that's not working out. Or, you know, Warner Brothers has a tendency to just cut films because it's like, oh, we don't like the way this is turning out. So we're just going to cut it. Yeah. It could be that, you know, Toto is, they're not meeting his demands. We don't know. He might be pulling a diva. You know. Only wants right. golden biscuits in his trailer. Right. Exactly. I'm making them as quick as I can. All right. The long gestating Minecraft movie from director Jared Hess with Jason Momoa, another Momoa. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if he made mimosas, I would, maybe I would date him then. Anyway, it uh, gets an April 4, 2025 release date. Warner Brothers always had the date reserved for an untitled film. So, do you think that this was the film that they had it set for, or this one just happened to get to the point in development that they could put it in that date? I think it was more like that, because they've had this one in development for a while, so pretty sure that they just kind of moved it there, and whatever that untitled film is either got cut, because uh, they didn't announce it or they're they're getting ready to, to just move that to a different date yeah I, I i thought it was probably more just oh this one got you know right we we greenlit this one because everybody loves minecraft i don't understand why anyone would see a movie about that game that game you make it yourself so don't get it they're well, just there, gonna like there's a story like, tap that. on crap the whole yeah. time <laughs> I mean, there is like a storyline adventure mode now uh i've never oh, I'm, okay. I'm not a i'm not a big minecraft fan i've never been a minecraft fan uh, and that's part of the reason why I don't like uh, um, uh, what's the game that all the kids play right now? Um, Minecraft. Not Minecraft. <laughs> Minecraft with guns. Fortnite. 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 That's why I don't like Fortnite is because it's basically <laughs> Minecraft guns and I've never liked that game. Um, Lopez's girl, I, I, I'm i sorry that you had that experience with him. We we met, we've actually met him and he was he was cool with us. You know what it is? Is that he just has people around him that are paid to like keep people from taking pictures of him while he's trying to be cool that that's what it felt like when when we saw mama mm -hmm. was just like mm, these guys are rude like the bodyguard dudes but yeah anyway. his bodyguard dudes were kind of like you know kind of intimidating kind of like you know those dudes were were the ones that kind of seemed like they were off but like jason himself when we met him he was he, he was cool we met we met him twice at this point and he's, he was cool both times mm -hmm. well that's mm -hmm. cool all right let's Who keep knows? going he may have been having a bad day so yeah all right, all right. in coulda shoulda woulda news the lego batman movie was a huge success hit all the 
box office critical acclaim and all the fans loved it um but lego has ended its partnership with warner brothers and landed at universal leaving the characters from the film in limbo i didn't even think about that but we're not going to get a follow-up to the lego batman movie because of that i'm like oh that sucks kind of sucks because yeah. it was a good movie like yeah lego batman i loved was it really good i i loved it i thought it was great will arnett was hilarious in it will i mean arnett, perfect yeah it was awesome and yeah i'm a little bummed by this too so i will tell you something my husband i don't think cares my husband falls asleep during every lego movie he just he can't stay awake he wanted to like he wanted to watch this whole movie and he's never been able to watch all the way through lego batman was really good just you know again the jokes that were in there the way they oh, played i love the way that <clears throat> just references every version of the joker yeah as himself. Oh, yeah and it's and it's zach galifianakis doing it doing it it's like it's the greatest so good um, so good yeah no the whole thing the whole barbara Gordon and her being the you know i'm the commissioner but she's like no i'm really bad girl you know i mean that whole thing was just hilarious it was such a cute movie i loved it so much but yeah my it, my it's the shutter speed it's how they film it it mm-hmm. puts them to sleep for some reason so uh, he <laughs> has never seen a full lego movie <laughs> interesting okay um so we're never going to see the movie but direct Director Chris McKay has offered a fans a little insight as to what could have expected um, to see in the second film. So in a recent interview with Uproxx, McKay explained, we had a really fun script with Dan Harmon and Michael Waldron. Dan Harmon. Dan Harmon was writing it? Yeah. Oh, that would like be the great. Community, right? Yeah. Community. Uh, uh, Rick and Morty, right? Rick and no. Morty. Yeah. yeah, he's creator Rick and Solar Morty. Ops, Solar Opposites. Solar Opposites is another one of his. Yeah. He's a really good writer. Very smart writer. He's a, he's a uh, an alcoholic as well oh, so, i mean no he, he so, got he right got now. sober yeah he, he got sober and but like during community he was like a raging like drinker <laughs> oh wow that's, that's yeah, why, apparently like the first couple years he was not fun to be with that, that's why justin roiland is in the hot trouble that he's in right now or he was in yeah okay so um dan Harmon, michael waldron wrote a really fun kind of super friends script the sequel would have been a quasi super friends movie and the structure was going to be a sort of godfather 2 kind of thing with batman and the justice league facing a modern day problem lex luthor and omac not omac that's cool while at the same time flashing back to the reasons why batman and the justice league and in particular superman have bad blood Ooh, interesting it was going to explore superman and batman's relationship in a very different way than you've ever seen it portrayed including superman's alienation from humanity and how hard it'd be to truly be friends real friends for years interesting it was ultimately going to answer the question how do you become super friends? And there was going to be a crossover with a major franchise that can only happen in a Lego movie. That means we were going to get Marvel <laughs> characters in there. Exactly, uh, right? We're going to get like the Avengers in it. Right. And then the other thing is, uh, uh, I mean, if Channing Tatum wasn't playing Superman again, then I, I, was, I wasn't going to watch it anyways. Well, wow. Channing Tatum is Superman in in uh, in the Lego movie was was awesome. Oh, yeah. He was great. As, as Superman. Um, no. So did the third Lego Batman game, didn't was it it like that where it was like him and all the all the superheroes i, Maybe, I, no I stopped playing i stopped playing the lego batman game after this i, I think I, I think like i played the first one and then mm-hmm. i just never kept playing those games i want to say well i mean that was the time my son was growing up so mm-hmm. that was those were the games we played together and uh yeah i'll have to i'll have to go look in my lego game you know library <laughs> library and i'll have to tell you guys because i think what in one of them he does have all of the heroes it's like uh ba- lego batman 
every because um, there is a Lego superheroes or something. There is a Lego Super Friends game, or uh, it's it's. Oh no, you know I'm thinking of uh, uh of Lego Avengers. They had a Lego Avengers game. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. I like that one too. We yeah. played that one. All right, Anyways. let's keep it going. Uh, Netflix is up to something strange. A new Stranger Things animated series has been ordered from Netflix. Didn't All we? Right. Didn't we talk about this before, or was I, this? It was in the rumors. It must. Have it been was rumors. in the rumors. Okay. Yeah. So the show set within the established world of Stranger Things, of course. Uh, the project is being developed by Eric Robles and Flying Bark Productions. Robles or Robles, Robles. previously created the animated shows Random Cartoons, Fanboy, and Chum Chum and the Glitch Text. I'm not familiar right. with any of those. Yeah, I know, right? I'm, I'm familiar with Chum Chum, believe it or not. I don't know why, but I am. Is it Cartoon so, Network or? Uh, I can't remember where I saw it. You okay. know what? My, uh, my husband likes a lot of Japanese manga and anime and all that. So oh. that's probably where I've heard it. But I, you know, I've probably seen one episode. So. Okay. Gotcha. All right. So Stranger Things creators, the Duffer Brothers, are executive producing via Upside Down mm-hmm. Pictures yes. with Robles as well and Sean Levy and Dan Cohen of 21 Laps. Oh, interesting. Huh. Upside Down Pictures and 21 Laps are currently under overall deals with Netflix. Which makes sense that, that both of those are that, like they're collaborating together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you see. know what? It's it's time for a churro. It's time for a churro. Yeah. Let's do it. By the way, the fifth and final season of the flagship Stranger Things series um, hits Netflix in 2024. Tell me about churros. So the fan favorite Star Tours attraction at Disney's theme parks is about to get a big update. You know, you had to think that it was going to at some point because of all the other stuff that they're putting out. Uh, so Lucasfilm announced at Star Wars Celebration that three new Star Wars locations will be added to the ride and they will bring new stories characters and adventures to the experience what do you guys think about that where would you I, like to see them go i'm sure they're gonna go to um say what, it say what, it what's the planet from say uh, it. no from mandalorian say it oh from Man- to mandal i don't think they're gonna do mandalore no from the mandalorian oh, uh, no no say it. no no say it. wants me to say navarro yes <laughs> we're going to navarro <laughs> yes he wants me to say his last name. That's all it is. Oh, We're going to Navarro. <laughs> no, what's what's the planet from Force Awakens? Um, Exegol? No. Uh, oh, uh, the planet that the ships... Ireland? I think it's, it's called Ireland. Oh, the sand planet. The Tatooine? one where they find Ray. Jakku. I'm thinking like, I'm like these obscure planets that they were on for like five minutes or something, and you're like, Jakku. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the one uh, Luke was on. No, because the reason I think Jakku would make sense is because they did show like, you know, down planet uh, stuff over there. There. They showed the uh, the Millennium Falcon scene where they're like flying through the downed uh, ATATs and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and the uh, um, and the Star Destroyers and stuff like that. So I think that would make sense to have Star Tours fly through. Yeah. Plus, there's I a would... battle scene there, so I mean, like you can just fly into that battle scene. I would like Naboo. I think Naboo would. Be Naboo good. would be dope. I think. Don't they have Naboo on the new one? Is it on the new one? I haven't I been know. in forever, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, like, or Coruscant. You know, like how cool. Yeah. That would be. You know, you know what's what? Funny is like. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know what's funny is like when you walk out of the ride and you're going like seeing the scenes of uh visit this planet or visit here. Coruscant's one of the ones that's there, but you've never actually gone to Coruscant. Coruscant and Bespin are like the two yeah. things that are there that it's like, well, how come they don't go to Coruscant and Bespin on, on, on these? So I mean it would make sense for them to add those as well. Well, and we've started seeing more Coruscant. Like in uh Andor, we saw it and we're seeing it in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So it does make sense to go ahead and do it because they are putting that in there. I mean, right. we they could do 
Lothal. 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 Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's so many they could do. So it just depends on which which way they're going. I just kind of wanted to know what you guys, like if there was something you guys were like, yeah. You go to the glassed world of Mandalore and just see like, you know, oh my God. What if, what if you go to Mandalore while it's being glassed by the Empire? Oh yeah. (laughs) That's too bad. That'd that'd be, that'd be messed up. Yeah. That would be be horrible. (laughs) So the plan is to incorporate these new experiences next year in 2024. So, so they're already working on it. Yeah. So it's like, what, nine months. What's cool about this is when they update Star Tours, they don't have to like close the ride because all they have to do is just build the animation for it and then uh, set up the MIDI, uh, set set up all the MIDI uh, controls for it. And, you know, everything Mm -hmm. will be, uh, everything will work. I just thought it was so cool. And I thought it was so cool that if you had littler, like, like my son got into Star Wars pretty early Mm -hmm. and um, my, of course he did because I'm his mom, but (laughs) (laughs) uh, and so we went on that and he just loved it. He thought it was so cool. And uh, when we went to, to Disneyland, so I, you know, it's, it's that kind of stuff. I like that kind of stuff where the whole family can do it together um, when, when the kids are young. So they, you can see how they experienced it as a child. Like you experienced it as a child, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. So it's kind of cool. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think Star Tours is one of those things that influenced me as a Star Wars fan as a kid, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of like yeah. I was already in the kind of, I was lightly into Star Wars as a kid. So I was more into like, I was more into like Batman and things like that. But I think, you know, between my cousins being into Star Wars and doing and going to Star Tours, that's kind of what influenced my my love for Star Wars. It was, it's just so immersive. Right. You know what I mean? It's like really, and it's just so cool. And it's, I think it was just like the first time I thought a world or a different universe could actually exist where all of this is actually real. Mm-hmm. You know, so it, it's, it's really, it's, they do spectacle so well with right. Star Wars. And so, so yeah, I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. I think it's going to be Navarro. Navarro's got to be one of them. Dude, it's kind of tie in the Mandalorian. You wish so hard, James. Uh, but you know, can I tell you something real quick, though? Uh, I, as much as like you guys rave about Star Tours, you know, and I think it's cool with the different combinations. Mm-hmm. Secret time. I hate Star Tours. <laughs> I get sick afterwards and that feeling, you know, it's like sitting in a back seat when somebody's driving and then it's just oh, yeah, you're, you're horrible. Sickness. You're a motion sickness kind of guy. Yeah, Ugh, it's so yeah. awful. Like, I'm I'm get out and, like, Remember, I jumped out of helicopters. I have. <laughs> I, I want to jump out of a helicopter if 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 I'm one bumping around favorite, like Star Tours. One of my favorite rides is that freaking haunted hotel. I think they changed it, but the last time we went, it was the haunted hotel where it just drops you. Oh, um, drops the Twilight Zone one. Twilight Zone. That, so yeah. LA uh, or Florida still has uh, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was the but Tower it's the Guardian. It's Guardians of Galaxy uh, Mission Breakout now in, in Disney. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, it, uh, that was like my favorite. Like, uh, my see, that one's fun, and that one doesn't get me sick. It's all the bumpiness of yeah. star tours i'm just like oh i just and wanna, you are staring at a screen gonna, when yeah. it's happening so yeah that is totally i want to throw up on c3po thing. you know it's awful, <laughs> awful. Well, we're gonna stay within the star wars universe guys but we're gonna we're gonna dive deep but we're gonna star get wars off star tours right and actually talk about some of the- <laughs> right we're gonna get we're gonna dive really deep into star wars celebration let's talk about all the things that they talked about at celebration this week Whew. Uh, we got some we got some quick ones. We got some quick ones here. So uh it's a celebration. A celebration. Dave Filoni's animated series Star Wars Tales of the Jedi is officially getting a second season. So that's excited cool. for this. 100 percent excited for this. Trey, have you seen uh Tales of the Jedi? Yeah. Oh yeah, I loved it. Yeah, Dooku's storyline, like the, the whole Dooku storyline they did made me kind of almost sympathize with Count yeah. Dooku because you understand yeah. why he went to the dark 
dark side. Yeah. And it's just like, again, they, they, they nuanced it. It wasn't just like, you know, I'm a bad guy. It was, mm -hmm. you know, the things that the, that, 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 that the Republic and that the Jedi are doing are just mm -hmm. as bad as the things that the, that the, uh, that, that, that the dark side's doing. And I feel like exactly. dark side can get, get us to our goals in, in a better way than, than the Jedi can. Yeah. He, you could, Definitely. you could argue that he was right, you know, yeah. from a, from a certain point of view. From okay. a certain yeah. point of view. Uh, <laughs> and then again, Ahsoka's kind of storyline on there, seeing young Qui-Gon. Um, mm -hmm. What we didn't get in there that I wish, that hopefully we, uh, I hope we get in season two was seeing some sci because we didn't see yeah. it in sci and I was, I was kind of expecting to see sci uh and his mm -hmm. relationship with Count Dooku. Yeah, mm, so do you, do you not think that they might pick two different Jedi? That's what I was thinking. Well, I, I think, think they that's will. Do. I think they will, but the thing is, is like I said, like I want to see a storyline with, with Master sci mm -hmm. because we haven't gotten anything live action. Everything with sci fi has been kind of like illusions and like yeah. you know, stories of. It'd be nice to see sci fi in action. Yeah, that would be really cool. And if this one, you know, if it goes more, what about Tales of the Sith? That would be dope. There's some old school Sith in there that they could really bite down on. Darth Bane, they, we, they, they could expand on Darth Bane because Darth Bane mm -hmm. has been established, an established character in Star Wars Clone Wars. So mm -hmm. because they established him in Clone Wars, because he communed with Yoda, um, it would be cool to get a story of Darth Bane and his kind of like rise to power and starting the rule of two. Yeah, no, that would be great. I was thinking also... Um, Darth Plagueis? Yeah, Plagueis would be cool. Mm -hmm. Darth Plagueis the Wise would be another good one. Even, mm -hmm. I think we're supposed to be getting something soon that has a live action Darth Plagueis because I think they announced something a while back. Yeah, I just mm -hmm. think it's cool. Like, I just, you know, let's do both. If, mm -hmm. if the force is balanced, then let's do both, you know, so. Oh, no, what it was was, um, and we'll talk about this later, but Acolyte, uh, they were talking about um, you, we might see a young Darth Plagueis. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, that would make sense then, mm -hmm. yeah. And Tales of the Jedi was kind of a, a offshoot or continuation of the Clone Wars style animation, yeah. so they might stay in like what we know from Clone Wars. So right. that's what I think. By the way, um, let's keep going because there's so much to get to. But we already kind of talked about the trailer. But Star Wars Visions Volume 2 is coming. Excited for this. Yeah. And we kind of already talked about this in um, yeah. in the trailer. So for right. those of you who are listening to the audio version, uh, go on YouTube and watch uh, us do yeah, the trailer. Because we mm -hmm. get real deep down into it. Yeah. Um, so Visions is going to have nine new episodes. I think it's all different animation um, studios. From... I think each one is like each. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, well, I mean, different from the first first volume as well. Right, because like we yes. have Witty from Spain. There's a Cartoon Saloon out of Ireland. Punk Robot out of Chile. Uh, uh Man out of the United Kingdom. Uh, Studio Mirror out of South Korea. Studio La Cachete out of France. Uh, <laughs> was that your French accent? Cachet. Uh, la, Studio La Cachete. La Cachete. La Cachete. La Cachete. I think it's Cachet yeah. because French don't pronounce stuff at the end uh 88 pictures out of uh india the art uh something Japanese uh, and Trigger from South Africa. Uh, so, I mean, like, you know, there's there's a whole bunch of different studios. And I think um, specifically Artemon is uh, the one that does uh, yeah, Wallace and Gromit. Uh, yeah. Wallace and Gromit, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Star Wars Visions Volume 2 is coming May 4th. We talked so about that earlier, but like three fourth. weeks. Star Wars Day! Oh, 
so we can all have a hangover buffet. So, uh, let's see. Uh, sequel season to Tales of the Jedi. Sequel season to uh, Visions. We're also getting a third season of Bad Batch. Bad Batch? The Bad Batch. But bad the bitch. issue is, this is the last season Minus of the Bad Batch. But like, I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay yeah. with them ending the show at a th- at a third season, mainly because we've like you can't you can't tell too much story with the Bad Batch because they're in such a short timeline. Mm-hmm. Well, and also, I mean, I think if you go too many seasons out, you're gonna start bumping up against other shows that right. are yeah. you know that are set in a lot of worlds. They are set, right? So I think that that could also be part of it too. Or they might be bringing them to live action. We might start. And that would be cool. Like that would be cool to see them like show up in like Andor because they that takes place mm-hmm. in like the same timeline, right? Or the same yeah. uh section of time, right? Like to see Clone Force 99 in live action would be cool. Um, yeah. but I mean, like again, there's not very many things where we can tell their story. Um, just because you know they've already told a lot of stories in that timeline and they're not gonna really revisit that too much. And mm-hmm. then also, you know, there was the promise in the movies that the clones had an accelerated life, right. you know, so they so they would be spent much quicker so they may all not have that much time left you know unless uh, for some reason you're an arc trooper and like half of those dudes somehow survived and they're just old men like you see you see how like like at post episode six you still have like clones that are still alive somehow and it's like Mm -hmm. wow they're supposed to these dudes should have died a long time ago yeah that's the reason that the empire went and did what they did because they had these crappy you know they started recruiting and that's why like you know stormtroopers can't shoot the side of a building versus arc troopers or uh, clone troopers can kill anything that, get, that gets in front of them. Yeah, but they just don't live long enough. It could have been the chip. You gotta remember, like, some of the clones took their chip out. Yeah, that's true. To, to take yeah. chip, so yeah. we shall see. Anyway, uh, there was a trailer for season three that they showed at Star Wars Celebration. But it hasn't been released. But it has not been released. They always, they, they, they cock tease so hard. Those <laughs> cheeky monkeys. <laughs> well, we just got the the finale of season two. Yeah, and I yeah think that's it, true. It, kind of ducktailed off that so i i don't think they wanted to release it publicly quite yet right so we had it we even had a description but i didn't want to spoil season two quite yet right but right right right, right. i mean yeah that season finale so the series will return for its third and final season in 2024 speaking of returning uh yes lucasfilm debuted the first footage for the highly anticipated star wars project and or season two during the exciting presentation that hundreds of Star Wars fans attended. Uh, not today. Uh, series creator Tony Gilroy revealed the show's upcoming release date window for Disney Plus is next year. Hmm. So good. Yeah. Yeah. I so mean, I'm willing good. to wait yeah. for this show. That's the thing. This is going to be that show that people are going to sleep on. Yeah. And then like five years from now, they're going to be like, oh my God, did you, have you seen Andor? And be like, yeah, I saw it when it came out. Where were you? Yeah. <laughs> you know? this, this is a show I did not realize I wanted. Right. Like it was just kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm just thinking like, OK, why do I want an entire show about Cassie Nandor? Like, I don't care yeah. enough about that character. Rogue, as, as good as I thought Rogue One was, I just didn't care enough about Cassie Nandor, especially and- when they said K2SO wasn't going to be in it. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, I don't care about Cassie Nandor without K2SO at all. They said K2SO wouldn't be in season one. Right, yeah. right, right. Um, Well, I mean, yeah, at the point at the point where they left us, it makes sense that he hasn't met K2SO yet. Yeah. But oh, yeah. that being said, like watching and Andor and hearing everybody rave about it, mm-hmm. I didn't hear one person talk about K2SO. No, like, yeah. Totally okay without having K2, K2SO. In the well, it didn't, not Imperial.
Imperial droids to begin with. Like, I mean, we got those Imperial droids. Just it wasn't K2SO. Like everybody freaked out like K2SO. Oh, no, never mind. He's just got a standard voice. But I mean, like, again, this was this was a show I didn't know I wanted because once I started watching it again, the same critique that I had for um, for Rogue One is it brought war back into Star Wars. And, And you get that level of espionage. You get that level of, you know, these are the people who are this is how you start a rebellion. This is how you start a war is with the actions that we get in this and we needed this in order because Star Wars started going away from war and started going more into like mystical magic and you know um, kind of it it wasn't like a war thing and this goes into the people on the ground fighting a war and that's what makes me appreciate this show so much more. Absolutely. I agree with you. I I did want it but it was because I have always been interested in that time frame right before. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. Like you know what happened right before uh, Leia got the plans you know what happened you know that so I, I love Rowan for that part of it and I you know I was like well okay Andor he's just kind of a jerk the whole time I'm like yeah I guess so but I wanted it to be about uh, the two uh, the blind guy mm-hmm. and uh, his companion I wanted that's what I wanted I was like this is who I want I want to hear their story yeah but oh interesting so it, yeah it would be kind of yeah. cool to get some backstory on them and right. I'm wondering sure it, if we something do get like this like Andor still you know keeps gaining more and more uh followers and more if we will get more of those like if this is successful they might dive back into some of those which what's really cool about Churit is like he's force sensitive but at the same time he's not a jedi and he wasn't training to be a jedi you know so he's just kind of like this this monk on jedi like protecting the temple and it's like i want to know more about him like he's so cool and then the other dude i'm forgetting his name but the other dude um like he he wasn't but he seemed like he was a clone dude like he seemed like he was just like an old clone like with his like the way that his battle strategy was and the way that he um he kind of like fought and whatnot like even his look somewhat was like almost like he was like an older clone yeah no and and i you know i I just thought that it makes that dynamic and just how they just trusted each other completely you know it was it was Mm -hmm. neat and i'm like oh i want to know what happened you know how did they build that relationship but and then you know i'm watching andor and i'm like i you know i didn't know that i wanted to know how much of an idiot he was. <laughs> no, I, I, I felt I felt like it it, it lived up way to, to, to way higher expectations than I gave it. And yeah, it, it's it's it was a really well done show. We got a lot of things that we did. Like, I mean, we got to the point where they explained how some of the Death Star stuff was taken care of and where nobody knew how the Death Star was yeah. built, you know, or like the Death Star was even being built because they did it in a prison program. Like, that's, that's an amazing storyline. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Baze. Baze yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. There Thanks you go. You <coughs> probably looked at his wall of Funko Pops. I was like, oh, yeah, the truth. Like, <laughs> I do not know that it's these two. <laughs> right. Exactly. All right. Let's keep it going. Um, We got more live action news. Some details about the upcoming Skeleton Crew series is being uh, is been coming out and confirmed that Jude Law is in it. I guess there was a, a trailer or footage shown at Star Wars Celebration. Again, oh, that's cool. haven't okay. released those jerks. Well, you know, uh, they're going to do they'll release it next Tuesday. Hopefully. Just they won't have anything else to release because it's, it's been every Tuesday we've had, you know, some, some sort break. of big <laughs> release of information. Or maybe like during um uh May the 4th or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they might be waiting. They're just kind of slow dripping everything on us right now. And it's like, oh my God, like this is so good. I do have a celebration screening sort of skeleton synopsis opsis. Celebration screening sort of synopsis. Skeleton synopsis. <laughs> 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 
finally tripped me up. A description of the Star Wars Celebration footage shows uh, opens with the kids living on an unknown forest world. They go to school, living with their lives, riding speeder bikes. But along the adventure, they find it when they go exploring in the woods one night. Their parents return home to visions of a Star Wars suburbia unlike anything we've seen in the franchise and find that the kids are missing. And this is oh, that Amblin entertainment type thing of missing. That's what I'm saying. So it's 100% uh, uh, the Goonies because they're in a suburban setting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's, it's the Goonies meets Star Wars, everyone. Buckle up because we're going on an adventure. So their speeder bikes are like their little BMX bikes, you know, and whatnot. Yeah. Right. Um, they're going to uh, find so the... E.T. and no, yeah, you know, You know what's going to happen is we're going to get a uh, uh, like a really deformed Wookiee. Go. <laughs> Looks like we're getting an Ortalin, which is one of those uh, blue pudgy Max Rebo aliens. Oh, no. That's supposed, to, we're get, that's supposed to be one of the kids that go missing. Oh, he's a <laughs> Wait, okay. So you can see him on the right right there. If you if you look at that picture behind Jude Law. Uh -huh. Oh, uh -huh. okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's right. Yeah, I see him. Yeah. He's the little uh, green blob on his <laughs> left shoulder. So there are shots of them encountering <laughs> weird creatures, holograms of their parents back home, begging for them to return, and the kids being menaced by pirates. Of course. Including the Nikto pirate, formerly of Gorian Shard's crew in The Mandalorian. You so were, we're so right. I was going to say, so Vane. we're talking about Vane, right? Like Vane yeah. is the character. Vane, yeah. Yeah, okay. Uh, so further right. tying the series to the timeline post-Return of the Jedi and Mandalorian, the kids find themselves on the run from Blast Fire in what looks like a pirate base and flying away on their new ship before the trailer concludes with them locked up in a prison cell a prison cell carved out of a cave. A hooded figure approaches, floating the key to their freedom in front of the kids with a whimsical display of the Force. Oh He's my goodness. He's one of the kids exclaims, and as the You're figure lowers Jedi, their head, Dumbledore. <laughs> exactly, right? I mean, uh, it is Dumbledore, so. <laughs> The figure lowers his hood and reveals that it's Jude Law's mysterious char character. So Jude Law is playing some sort of force Jedi-ish. Yeah, force wielder in this. We don't need a Jedi. Watch him be a Sith. He's going to be what you call a force bard. He's going to have the force, but he's also going to want a little something-something as well. That's what well, I'm saying. Watch him be a Sith. Watch him yeah. be a Sith. No, he's not either. He's just a force wielder. There are non-Jedi, non-Sith force wielders out there so he could mm -hmm. just have trained and gave it up could or be. he could Rude be a jedi in hiding uh, i mean just I, I do we know what um time frame it takes place in yeah it's mandalorian time frame yeah so he could he, he could be a, a jedi in hiding well, and see, he takes you know instead of oh my gosh this could be the start of the path y'all well here's the thing what i like the idea that i like is if you make him a Sith and like you, they don't reveal until like the very last moment that he's a Sith. I like the idea that if you make him a Sith, it makes the Sith more ambiguous of characters. They're not necessarily good or evil. Like he's willing to help people, but he just goes about it in a different way. Kind of what Visions did with some of their characters, right? Like I like yeah. the idea of you have like absolute bad guy Sith, but then just because you're a Sith doesn't mean that you are a bad guy. Like the, uh, the Ronin is a good example of a Sith that protected an entire village just because yeah, no, and I, you know, and that's totally possible. I mm -hmm. just honestly, it just like in a flash, I was like, this is 
the path because he's taking the kids. These kids are probably force sensitive, so he might be spiriting them away to to keep them from getting captured and turned into inquisitors or killed. And so this could be the start of the path. What if he's what if he's like one of the guys? What if he's uh, Quinlan Vo uh, Quinlan Voss? That would be amazing if he was Quinlan Voss because we finally see Quinlan Voss, but he doesn't look like Quinlan Voss in this picture. So, but you know what I'm saying? Like it could be like mm -hmm. a Jedi that was because what we're seeing right now in the Mandalorian that flashback from Grogu is that he met uh, the sabered hand he met Ahmed Best character what was his name Kelleran Beck Kelleran Beck thank you um, and they were trying to spirit him away because he was a youngling right I mean yeah he's a special case or whatever but in Obi-Wan Kenobi we heard about Pat so we've got Grogu getting rescued and going to a specific location we've got Obi-Wan which was last year but still kind of talking about half and then we've got the skeleton crew and there's a, and jude law plays a force user right i mean i'm just connecting the dots that lead to, they're down a road so so yeah so that's my that's my mm -hmm. 50 cents got it uh skeleton skeleton crew rap production recently and is currently in the post-production process watts by the way john watts you know from like spider-man and uh ford will executive produce skeleton crew along with john favreau and dave filoni the skeleton Cruise adventure comes out this year on Disney Plus. Now, are the Sometimes. Daniels also doing stuff with it too? I think they directed an, an episode or two. Yeah. Okay. That's. I just thought I mm -hmm. heard their names. Okay. Let's talk about Ahsoka. Yeah. Let's talk about that Ahsoka trailer. So we watched the trailer. It was amazing. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. But one of the big questions I had watching that trailer, I'm like, who's that dude with a lightsaber? That's and not the Ahsoka. Ancient armor. I know, right? What is that? That's not. Yeah. That's not like Jet. That's not a Force user's armor armor at this point in time in the, well, the story so. yeah well you know who it is it's the punisher in star wars <laughs> <laughs> you know, I love Ray Stevens and I really do. He's awesome. I'm so glad he's in this. Um, I think he looks kind of like a what's that guy? Uh Valor Valorin Bal Baltic Valorin mm -hmm. starts with a V. But he was like a big Sith guy. Right. And was possessed by like Ten Tenebro, Tenebro, something like that. Anyway, I, I said it looked like him. <laughs> Is she it? Well, we got some backstory on this, so <laughs> Uh, Ray Stevenson uh, is playing a former Jedi warrior named Balon. He sounds like a character from Game of Thrones. Right? Balon. I'm wearing the armor of my father. Balon's Balon. He survived um, Order 66 by fleeing into the unknown regions, and it's believed that he's an ally of Grand Admiral Thrawn. Ooh. That's cool. Balon is also the master of Shin Hadi, who oh, is played by Ivana Sakno. What's Shin her name again? Her Shin Hadi. Shin Hadi. Yeah, Shin Hadi. Shin Hadi. Mm -hmm. Okay. Shin wields the dark side of the force and has a loose allegiance to the Night Sisters. So that was the other the the blonde force user, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who are the witches of Dathomir that were explored in Star Wars: The Clone Wars. She is unleashed to take down Ahsoka. Ooh, this sounds so. Do you think so we're gonna cool get now. Ventress in this? I would I think be cool she died. Because, yeah, I think Asajj Ventress is dead, but I mean it right. would be cool because the relationship that Ahsoka and Asajj Ventress had, you know. Yeah, that I mean that would be fantastic. Or Barris. Did Barris mm -hmm. get? Did she get axed? Because so she's this, the one that betrays. This must be the version, or maybe Thrawn's version of um, what are those dudes called? That uh, Inquisitors. Darth, yeah, Inquisitors that are going out and, and hunting Jedi. So I do have an uh, Ahsoka. A Ahsoka. Synopsis. Synopsis.
The Ahsoka series is set after the fall of the Empire, and it follows the former Jedi Knight, Ahsoka Tano, and she investigates an emerging threat to a vulnerable galaxy. Ahsoka and Sabine are on the hunt for Grand Admiral Thrawn in hopes that it would lead them to find their lost Ezra Bridger, the young Jedi who disappeared with Thrawn many years ago. This is like 30 years ago. Right. Is that weird? Like, you waited 30 years? The series directly follows up on the several threads from the animated series Star Wars Rebels. So this is season I mean, four in live action, basically. Yeah, yeah exactly. Basically, no, but even if it's 30 years, I mean, we don't know how each of the species age. Right. Right. So, right. like, you know, do they age faster? Do they age... So 30 years to them may be like five years to us as far as like those characters. So like Ezra may not age <laughs> like we do or, you know, and who knows? I'm Thrawn is eternal. So that, you know. He kind of that up. A... He kind of is. Now, now, Ezra, again, it makes sense where he's at. And, and same thing with um with Sabine, Uh, considering that if this is like 30 years later, then they're probably like, you know, in their 40s, right? Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure Ahsoka doesn't age the same way. She yeah, I don't think she like she ages a lot slower than everybody, right? Um, And I mean, just like, because Snips was already kind of a kid when she was in uh and everything that we saw her in before. So Yeah, I mean, she no. was young. Like, yeah. maybe 14 oh, when they started. Never mind. <laughs> never mind. Oh, really? That make, that's weird. Okay, so um, from the Battle of Yavin, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So Rebels takes place, you know, five years before that. Right. right. From the Battle of Yavin, um, it's been nine years. It's only oh, nine so years. I thought it was longer. Been that long then. Oh, so they're they're just they're in their twenties then. Everything yeah. which has occurred thus far in the Mandalorian has taken place in what we refer to um, out of fiction as nine ABY, so nine years after the Battle of Yavin. Yeah. Mm. So it's been a decade. Yeah. So, okay, that makes more sense because I was like, you know, the actress they got for Sabine Wren looked really good for forty. Years. <laughs> but then she's in her got, mid to late twenties, which yeah, is what she should be. Katie Sackhoff's character Botan in The Mandalorian, and yeah. we're not sure how old she was in Clone Wars and Rebels and, and all that. But let's say she's fifty. She's yeah, I don't even good think she's for that. fifty. Well, no, Katie think... Sackhoff isn't. But let's say Botan is. Like you mm. know, we don't you know we don't really know how. Or let's say she's fifty. Well, she was then... in her she, she was in her early twenties during the Clone Wars, mm -hmm. so she would probably be in her probably early to mid 40s okay yeah. all right because yeah. i was gonna I'm say because Mandal mandalorians might age slower and it seems like it they would seem be like a culture they do. that, that it doesn't seem like they do you know like uh, especially okay. because like you look at boba fett and and the way that he boba fett. Yeah. he's a clone he is a clone but he doesn't have uh, uh the aging technology he yeah, uh, he doesn't he has he's a pure have copy of his father yeah so i mean technically his dad's not mandalorian either though mm -hmm. but i mean like still yeah and so that i'm just saying like after mandalorians and we know she was from she yeah, descended from family. yeah so she descended from the great so Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm saying that she may not age. Like I think Din Djarin probably ages like the same as we. And you, right. you're going to have, if you have all these foundlings that aren't Mandalorian, mm -hmm. they're going to age at different rates. But I'm just saying like actual true Mandalorian. Because Din Djarin and, because uh, I, I, um, uh, Jango Fett is also from Concordia. Oh, okay. Right. So, <laughs> so both of them, because they're both Concordian. So like the both of them are probably about the same. So he okay. was some all sort right. of foundling or something like that. Yeah. Right. Back in the day. All right. So Ahsoka. It was also confirmed that Mary Elizabeth Winstead is playing Harrison Dula, right? Right, like we mentioned. Uh, Chopper is back, but also the series is going to have stars Hayden Christensen. So we're going to have flashbacks as Anakin. That's going to mm -hmm. be awesome. Or he's going to be a Force ghost. Mm -hmm. I, I think they're going to do flashbacks, especially with like to get like uh, training montages between Anakin and uh, and and Ahsoka. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Be, you know, well, and also if they're talking Ron, right? Right. Ron's going to be in this. So if they're talking that, he might be going 
over the fight scenes and he discovers that Vader, that Anakin is Vader. Because right. not everybody knows that right now. Right. Uh, and so, so that could be part of it. Uh, like it his son is one of the few people that know. Yeah. And, it, but it could be, that could be what the training sequences are. It, it may not be a memory for Ahsoka. It may be Thrawn's right. trying to get, you know, go through his. Thrawn realizing that, that Vader is Anakin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought they covered that in Rebels, but I may be wrong. Okay. Uh, let's see. We talked about Anakin Skywalker. Ivana Sakno is also in it. Uh, Iman uh, Esvandi <clears throat> is right. playing Ezra. And then Ray Stevenson is playing that new, I don't think they call him a Sith, right? Balon. No. Yeah. yeah, they don't. Former so I, Jedi yeah, warrior Balon. Okay. Who doesn't have a, a title or anything. But Ahsoka is coming out August 2023. Exciting. Yeah, it's it's coming up <clears throat> sooner than, than, than we all expect. So. Oh, gosh. Yeah, I thought it was going to be 2020. Wherever we got it. So I'm pretty happy about it. Yeah. So check this out. <clears throat> Again, more stuff we didn't get to see but it's out there uh there was a first look for the upcoming series acolyte which i know like arc was was super excited for so excited oh, yeah. for this. you guys in- all my all my 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 like string theories on on what the acolyte's gonna be so i'm, I'm yeah. excited to hear what james is gonna say right now so in the footage that was shared amandala Sten- stenberg's character attempts to kill a jedi master who is played by carrie ann moss from the, the matrix. matrix yep it was also revealed that uh junas uh Sua Tamo, who has played Chewbacca in the newer films, is also in the sequel playing a new Wookiee uh, named Kel Naka. Okay. All right. So the story is set in the High Republic era. So this is our first look. Our first live action. Live action and, and <laughs> animated. So anything on screen mm-hmm. um, from the High Republic era. Right, uh, and the story is so far. And the story is described as a mystery thriller that will take viewers into the galaxy of shadowy secrets and emerging dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic. The former Padawan reunites with her Jedi Master to investigate a series of crimes, but the forces they confront are more sinister than they have ever anticipated. So the series takes place 100 years before the franchise's prequel series. So that's, that's kind of going back to what you were saying about cool. about um, Plagueis, right? Yeah, because mm-hmm. this is this is a good. I I know that race they they for sure um, age slower. Yeah, and remember that Plagueis figured out the uh, the 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 he figured out how to live forever even though he got killed by by uh by, by Sidious but I mean like he figured out how to do essence transfers right and I mean at this point it's it's I think it's canon at this point I haven't read pl- the, the the Plagueis book but I mean like that that's it's gonna be interesting to see if we get uh um you know like a version of Plagueis because it's a hundred years so he mm-hmm. would have been practicing this at this point have yeah. you ever heard the tragedy <laughs> of Darth Plagueis uh, so the series was described as a spiritual war and is includes conflict between siblings, parents, as well as conflicts between master and apprentice. It it, it was reiterated the project is very much inspired by samurai films. Oh, cool. yeah, I heard that. Awesome. I, I heard that it's very much like a Kurosawa film. So, I mean, like, yeah, I love when they go full blown Kurosawa in these shows. Uh, it has been said that the focus is on the emergence of the Sith, a group of dark Jedi who are set on conquest. Conquering the galaxy, the acolyte term has been used in the Star Wars universe to describe soldiers for the powerful Sith lords. Interesting, right? Because remember, 
the rule of two says that there can only be two Sith. There is mm -hmm. a master and an apprentice. Everybody else is an is an acolyte. And in order for an acolyte to uh to 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 become a Sith, they they have to take the title from the apprentice. So essentially, they kill the apprentice, they become the apprentice. Um, I don't know if there is an established rule that if an acolyte kills the Dark Lord of the Sith, they become the Dark Lord of the Sith, uh, which would piss off the uh the 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 apprentice. But I mean, like yeah. you know, like that's that, that, that's oh, the whole thing. Saying. Yeah, that's the whole thing is that that in order to become a Sith, you have to kill the apprentice or you have to kill the master. Which you know, the, the idea is that the master is so powerful that you can't kill the master. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But, but yeah. I mean, it's a bloodbath either way. Right. I mean, that's that that the whole hierarchy of the Sith is that everyone is an acolyte until they become an apprentice. Right. Yeah. And the only way to get through that is to kill is to kill the your master. Right. Because you know the acolyte is an apprentice. So apprentice would be helping mentor the acolyte. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So the it's acolyte will scheme. the acolyte will consist of eight episodes and be released um in on Disney Plus in 2024. So again, that's sooner. I totally than think I that Ark's right that Yoda that Yoda shows up. Oh yeah, no, that's for that hundred percent sure. Uh, one hundred percent, we're gonna see Yoda in this show, and it's because Yoda dies at, at eight hundred years old, right? Yeah, and so if we know Yoda, yeah, right. You know, if this is only a hundred years before the prequels, right? Like, mm -hmm. he's he's how old is he? at that point like i mean he's not even the prequels only take he's like place, 500 years old well no, i'm saying the prequels only take place like 40 years before everything that happens in not even that it's like 20 years before the before yeah the, oh yeah he and he, he said he was like 900 when he died and that was during or 800 yeah. when he died okay. we're 800 years you are you yeah. know uh so he's 800 when he dies which yeah so it means he's only about 760 uh, by the point of the prequels yeah. so mm -hmm. he would be 660 he's still going to be an old man <laughs> yeah. Well, we don't know. You know, they may have a longer prime. You know, it could be like a hundred through seven hundred, or you know, and then they just wither and die. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I think Yoda is still going to be an old man at that point yeah. because he would have been about two, three hundred as a young man. And he may just be like a Jedi Knight, like a a more tenured Jedi Knight, not necessarily a master yeah. yet. Or uh, he's or, just like he's just like one of those old Asian dudes like me, where it's, he's going to look young for like three hundred years and then 301 it's like oh oh <laughs> like, man you are. basically what we're saying is yoda is the filipino of the uh, uh exactly. of the universe yeah, yeah. right he's young that's until why he, he gets doesn't 80. want to tell everyone anywhere he's from tell exactly everyone where he's from. <laughs> oh look at you like uh, mm, philippines i'm from mm, <laughs> oh my gosh pinoy i am not <laughs> <Not> anymore <laughs> lumpia you want <laughs> good food good food uh, <laughs> i have yeah <laughs> wow. Okay. All right. Let's just wow <laughs> so we covered let's read okay, so sorry. we covered oh we covered animation we covered tv shows um we're about to start talking about movies it's weird to talk about star wars and movies now i know i i feel like we are actually in star wars now i just feel like we've just traveled into the actual star wars universe and we are now in it because we've been talking about it for so long right <laughs> but i'm like all for it like everything i love like man thank goodness i only do this every two years now i know mm-hmm mm-hmm all right, so let's still talk about Mando for a second. So we're in Mando season three. Mm -hmm. 
it's gonna set up <coughs> excuse me gonna set up a fourth season and the story is gonna continue and also tie into ahsoka book of boba fett season two and the skeleton crew mm-hmm. by the way i did say book of boba fett season two yeah then oh, it's yeah. all of these shows will get end gamed and lead into a dave filoni directed star wars movie i think it's gonna be fantastic so here's what i want to see i want to see some animation elements in it animation elements yeah i want to see live action with ma- just a splash of animation somewhere whether it's the backgrounds or something oh, okay. yeah well i think it's gonna have that, that dave filoni touch yeah. it's gonna have that that uh ralph mcquarrie you know mm-hmm. landscape touch to it yeah. so i don't i don't think that's gonna be the problem but yeah isn't that kind of interesting that you know filoni's gonna be directing a movie because he's comes from like an animation background you know long form storytelling mandalorian and then his other shows but now it's going to be a movie well i definitely think they're setting him up to take over kathleen kennedy's job yeah i mean that just that's where he's going so and i feel like he thinks he needs to have certain things done before he takes over the keys to the kingdom because that's how george did it and he's such an acolyte of george's that that's that's what he wants to do right i I think what they're gonna do with this is they're giving him a chance to bookend the stories that he's telling in in the shows right now and Mm -hmm. it's like if you can wrap this up with a nice neat little bow then we will let you do whatever the hell you want because you are a master storyteller at that point nice neat little bow katan yeah (laughs) exactly and and (laughs) that's 100 exactly where it's going and we'll all be invited to the wedding well because we've been seeing everything now it's like okay we've got the show the mandalorian but is the mandalorian din jaren or is bo katan the mandalorian that we're that they're referring to in this name well Mm -hmm. dave said that the mandalorian the season three it was meant to be more that it's the all of the mandalorians they are the mandalorian kind of like spartacus so spartacus what we all thought uh where they were going with it it seems that that's where they wanted us to think they were going with it so Mm -hmm. hey us right but i mean at the mandalorian we've got season two of uh, the book of boba fett uh ahsoka um and then skeleton crew crew. so like uh you know all of these storylines it seems like what they're doing is is they're going to be tying everything together into this movie uh which you know again i like the idea of they've had nothing but cohesive storylines between the shows and it's being bookended with a movie because everything's already cinematic to begin with yeah Mm -hmm. oh absolutely and you know so arc i just think that i think grogu's going to be around for a while i think we might uh see him in something else that was uh was also done at at star wars celebration and i'm not gonna say it because i think we have it a little yeah we're we're gonna talk about it yeah so Mm -hmm. So i'm saying a lot of words to avoid telling something that we're gonna talk about so again uh this this (laughs) filoni led movie will kind of end or close out the interconnected stories that he's been telling uh which really revolve around the escalating war between the imperials and the fledgling new republic well and he may be wrapping this up so he can start the next phase which would be the start of the uh, first order Mm -hmm. right and so i you know i totally think that he wants to finish this story art and then go to the next story art because it's just, he's mentioned. getting to play in live action now. yeah he's he's mentioned uh in interviews that the events of what is going on right now like the mandalorian and ahsoka and all that is not going to uh they're not going to address the um the first order and mm-hmm. that means that there's still more story between when he does this movie and when we get to the point where the first order starts taking over in episode seven yeah no and, and i get that i totally understand that i just think that because it's so structured and they're dealing with times in between mm-hmm. that they can go as far as as they need to but they can only do it in a set amount of time mm-hmm. so you know unless they start making the 
seasons, like not a whole year, which it seems like uh, from John Favreau's perspective that each thing has been a year. So it was a year through Boba Fett and now it, you know, and so they're, so they were apart for two years. So that's, I think that's part of it too, is that they have to start wrapping certain things up because there are other stories that are going to need to be told about other characters. Exactly. So. They got to start branching out and, and adding more characters. So that was, that was movie one. Movie two <laughs> brings Wolverine to the Star Wars galaxy. Not so quite. Musical yes. numbers. Yay! It's a teaser. It's a teaser. So James Mangold, who directed Logan, is going to direct a new Star Wars movie, which is cool. All right. Sounds good. Right. Actually, he was supposed to do the uh, Boba Fett movie, but, you know, they decided to make Book of Boba okay. instead. Um, Book of Boba T. Exactly. Um, it was initially <laughs> revealed that um, the movie would go back to the dawn of the Jedi, which is kind of interesting. Right. I'm so excited for this. So Mangold shared some additional information on the kind of Star Wars film that he'll be making and revealed it will be explore how the force was discovered he said uh, it came to me thinking about if i were doing one it seemed to me that most of what they were thinking about was doing the movies from either in the present of star wars or the future and what attracted me most was the distant past and how the galaxy formed and how more specifically the force was discovered first you have to write the character and that's what i'm doing now hmm. what would be cool is if we got coruscant before it became like an entire city planet. Right. It's going to be like this little moon. Right. <laughs> this little tiny moon is Coruscant and they just keep building over and over and over. And... Right. <clears throat> so that's kind of cool. He's going to go back to the very beginning. This is kind of bold. If you yeah. Ask me. yeah I, I think it's going to be awesome. And this is the guy that's also doing the swamp thing, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. That's why they're saying he's, he's, getting, be... he's getting he's getting the triple uh, he's, he's getting the triple going on there because doesn't he have an, uh, a Marvel thing going on too? He had Logan. He did Logan. That's right. That's right. Logan, he is doing he's done Indiana Jones because that movie's coming out. Uh, and then um now Star Wars, and he's got a DC movie in the works. So he's pretty yeah. much the only guy that's been in all of the franchises. He gets he definitely gets all the stance on his ner nerd card. Oh, yeah, yeah. All of them. And, and and he has the most true to Wolverine movie with the Wolverine. In it. Oh, yeah. I Logan hands down is my so mm -hmm. yeah, absolutely. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> so I do have a non-canon canonical synopsis opsis. Non-canon <laughs> canonical synopsis synopsis. Synopsis. Didn't trip me up there. From the books we know about the early history of the Force was that in 36,453 BBY, philosophers and scientists from several star systems gathered on Tython to share some mystical knowledge. The Force was discovered, unfortunately, in 25,793 BBY. Several Tython scholars began to use their knowledge of the Force to pursue power, leading to the beginning of the Force Wars. Peace-minded monks that survived the destruction on Tython, established the Jedi Order in 25783. BBY. Wow, so that's a 10-year 10, 10 war there. Yeah. That's yeah. great. It's going to be interesting to see if we see the Rakatan in this too, because like the Rakatan have a big piece yeah. to play in the establishment of force wielding and uh, and and just establishing force wielders in general, because like they were they were more gray. Like they, they yeah. wielded the force, but they weren't dark. They weren't light. They kind of, uh, they they were about balance between both. 
Well, and they've already been established as canon anyway, right? Not mm-hmm. canon yet. So they've mentioned oh. the Rakatan. They mm-hmm. they mentioned the Rakatan War, um, but they haven't like it, it's only been mentioned in name. They haven't okay. established because right now, as of now, Old Republic is still technically not canon. Okay, but they're talking about like bringing in bits and pieces of the Old Republic plus. Well, yeah, and then that this is where they would. I mean, right? They yeah, because I mean, like they're saying that they're um that, that there's going to be establishments w- within these movies and and shows that they're they just announced that supposedly this is where we're going to start getting solid establishment of the old public and if we start getting like solid establishment of the old republic again we start getting um you know the establishment of the original mandalore when where, where they didn't have a planet we've talked about this on the show um you know we we start getting the fact that before lightsabers they had vibroblades mm-hmm. uh they still we we talk about the rakatan and how they uh you know they they were the great uh the the, the great architects and things like that and you know kind of like the history of the sith empire and the Sith as a race before they became an ideology. Like there's there's a lot of history, like rich history. Tython's actually something from the old republic. So it's it's actually mm-hmm. uh um it is interesting that we see that. I also want to see if they talk about Korriban in this because that would be actually really cool. That would be cool. Now what was the planet before Korriban? There wasn't there another one there that was, was another dark- yeah because Korriban's where the Sith Academy was at. Right. Um, and that's where that, that was the second home world of the Sith. Uh but there is an established planet I don't remember i have to look it up but there's a there's a planet <laughs> that they um that they originally come from uh that being yeah that's i was people i think i watched them. something on that and i was like oh that's kind of cool i didn't know because i just assumed oh no they started on corner yeah but- there, there's like an actual race of people that were the sith and then when force wielders started uh integrating in their society they killed off the actual race and took their ideals yeah and and wore their skins as coats i mean I whoa this it, just it, got dark <laughs> but they essentially did because when you when you fall far enough down the dark side uh the dark side twists you so you start getting like you know physical features that uh are the embodiment of dark side that's why it's like, like you know, in one of the really games do. that zabrak zabrak mm-hmm. where Zabrak. he yeah. went yeah the coder two if he went like got mad he would get the red and the black right but, you know if he was all nice and kind he was that weird cutty color yeah and yeah so i mean yeah it's uh like darth, darth maul is a zabrak yeah yeah mm-hmm. That's what reminded me. So I was just like, hey. Uh, but yeah, that, was no, in the, that was in the second game. Yeah. You guys are a ray of sunshine. Speaking of oh, ray. I uh, see what you did there. Daisy Ridley is back. Lucasfilm president Kathleen Kennedy announced Daisy Ridley will reprise her role as Ray Skywalker in a new Star Wars movie. So the third movie of the of the new Star Wars movies coming. Yeah. And I'm actually excited about this. It's it's. I mean, they, yeah. they talked about like she's going to be establishing a new Jedi order. Um, um, yeah. we're going to see kind of like, you know, some involvement in, in, in her future and everything like that. She was she, as much as everybody hated or everybody hates on the sequels. You know, she was one of the things that people, you know, universally, everybody liked Ray as a character. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, oh, like, yeah. it's going to be cool to see her coming back and doing her thing and, um, and, and just getting more story from Ray. I think I, I agree. I cannot wait to see that. Cause I really want to see what she teaches mm-hmm. I, because she has, such a different perspective of the Jedi versus what Luke had. She feels more gray. What, well, yeah, I mean, she mm-hmm. is definitely way more gray. I mean, she's a, she's got the yellow lightsaber, and that's pretty much the balanced. Well, I was going to say yellow so. Is sentinel. So yellow, yellow yeah. is just it, it just says that you're you're a Jedi sentinel. Usually, uh, temple guards and Jedi sentinels have yellow lightsabers. Mm-hmm. Right, but back in the day, it was the balanced first. Mm-hmm. The, the three colors: the blue, the green, and the yellow. But the yeah. yellow was the most balanced. She's, of them and 
they were the characters that right because she's she's the guardian of the way essentially is what yeah. uh is yeah. what that, that that establishes is that she's the one that does that out i mean to to be fair luke was a lot more gray than oh, um, and than previous jedi masters mm-hmm. and she he was the only one she could learn from so of course she's going to be a lot more gray than 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 luke was because you look at the line where it all comes from like qui-gon jinn was a gray jedi right yes qui-gon taught obi-wan obi-wan yeah. was a little more strict but obi-wan taught luke luke taught uh ray and i mean you just have these line of you know you had the the, the jedi zealots who essentially kind of got more laxed and became more and more gray down the line to where she got oh definitely and i think that's what the force needed i mean that's what they wanted and that's what's bringing balance to the forces right. just, hey just do what you know which is, <laughs> do which, stuff but right don't... Which, which is more like the ideals of the rakatan mm-hmm. so the other part of the story is that uh <laughs> this is the project that shareem obeyed chinoy mm-hmm. from miss marvel uh was previously attached to direct so this is the, the damien lindelof uh piece that he wrote and then dropped out so this this is that movie yeah. so he was writing the the next version of ray in uh star wars so it's kind of interesting so uh kathleen kennedy shared uh that w- we're 15 years out from rise of skywalker so we're post-war post-first order and the jedi are in disarray of course they would be oh, exactly oh, yeah. there's a lot of discussion around who are the jedi what are they doing what is the state of the galaxy she's attempting to rebuild the jedi order based on the books based on what she promised luke so that's where we're going interesting yeah so they also talked about like is luke gonna show up is he gonna force ghost his way into these movies right um kennedy well, I said i think she's gonna have to move over because grogu's gonna steal the show oh my goodness i mean yeah. we might get grogu there's yeah. rumors that grogu might be in this uh and that grogu would be uh teenage age at this point mm-hmm. so yeah, he's 15. gonna be horny for ray this will be uh, about tw- <laughs> touch you i will <laughs> 20 years after Mandalorian, I guess. No, That's I think cool. About it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy said, "I don't know if we spend a lot of time in flashbacks or Force ghosts uh, or things like that, but certainly the spirit of what he represents to her is going to be significant." Kind of cool. I kind of like that. Go back Where to they like Octo or Octo? Octo. Octo. Um, maybe. Well, she doesn't really need to, right? Like she got the books, mm-hmm. then they burned the tree down or whatever. I just um, want to see those those uh, women be really no. exasperated with her. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll be like, hey, would you like some green milk? And that's just gross. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm kind of interested in this. Yeah, absolutely. I- I'm I'm very interested in this. I do want to see more of that character. I want to see I I, I want to see Finn the way that we thought he was supposed to be. Like, mm-hmm. you no, know, by the they they essentially established that Finn is force sensitive. I want to see her train Finn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. You I know? think that I mean, even if she doesn't train him or she just trains him like Leia got <clears throat> trained right. by, from Luke. I think that would be really cool. And, you know, will we get Bo in this? Probably not. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, he might be a senator at this point. I think this is such a good idea because, you know. There's so many ways it could go. Female. It's not even that. But it's like female empowerment. It's like we need a Rey in the Star Wars universe kind of taking charge and leading the way for, for, you know, kids and whatnot. (laughs) 
she's the legacy. Yeah, I was going to say. She's, she is, because, like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to think it started with Amidala, and mm-hmm. she wasn't Force-sensitive or anything, but she was a great leader. Right. And then you go to Leia, who right. is Force-sensitive and a great leader. And then you go to Rey, who is a Jedi and a greater. So it's it's a circle. It, it circles all the way back. So I, I think it's fantastic. I, I want to see somebody retcon the entire story and make her not a clone of Palpatine. <laughs> like I just I hated uh, that. Yeah, well, I think that was awful. I kind of expect, of course, I did, but um, I just I was like, she's got to be some Sith, like something, some some way she's derived from the dark side of the Earth. Like mm-hmm. Anakin was derived from you know from the Force. She was too, but she had more dark side tendencies or something like that. Uh, but I was glad that they uh, that they just had. They were like, well, yeah, you're you're just like the child of one of my clones. Who I mean, that? I, I mean, technically, uh, uh, Anakin was was created by. Plagueis. Yeah. You go and well, I mean, there's stories. two schools yeah. on that. There's that the Force created him, and then there's that but mm-hmm. that Plagueis did actually succeed in what he was doing. Right. He just he didn't realize what it was. Yeah. yeah he manipulated so. the midichlorians into creating this this being. Yeah. But if the Force had didn't want that to happen, it wouldn't have let him do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like because it's a living thing too. So. Yeah. That, I mean, where I was going with that is that technically Anakin was also created by the dark side. If, if right. Yeah. Plagueis is the one that uh that that created him. So. This Real quick, like Ark, Ark chimed in in the in the chat. He was asking about Bon Mothma. I don't think she'll be in this, but it, she is going to be in Ahsoka. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mon Mothma is going to be in Ahsoka. Does, does Mon Mothma survive episode six? She does, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's going to be old. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> she may not have survived uh, the First Order. First Order because they were blowing up the oh, Central World. The, yeah. The Senate so, planet. You're right. Yeah. yeah right. So she may not have survived that. But that, that's, yeah. It Remember, they were they were more of a death cult than they were uh like an established yeah. you know like force in in the universe there was more that they were encroaching on the uh on the republic and the republic just didn't know how to fight back they were the emo teens that used to gather at the mall and people you know they just people just stayed away from them. right right all well, right with arc, that- arc you better you better stock up on your yellow lightsabers or your ray lightsabers because yeah people oh. are gonna come hot and heavy for those and those lightsabers are badass she had a really yes. cool lightsaber her emitter looks dope as hell uh, oh yeah, right. it looked, I was so impressed, and I'm so glad she did it based off her staff. Right, and then with the, uh, the 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 twist igniter on that, that thing was so mm-hmm. dope. Yeah. Um, but with all that being said, you guys, I I gotta I gotta let you know. You know what I'm really excited about? We got merch. That we got merch, people. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> she called me on it. <laughs> I speed that up so easy. <laughs> And you had to put a that all being said in there. Got a segue. Got a segue. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, by the way, so if you're interested in merch, we got merch. We oh, got. Right. <laughs> We got a hat in Galaxy Gray. You better, you better come get it. Otherwise, uh, Four says he wants to buy it. So you better come get that quick. Otherwise, we got shirts. Just DM us at Distance Nerding. <clears throat> we got all kinds of different sizes. Arc, I know we owe you a shirt. So we'll definitely get that to you. Um, I'll, Let me talk to Joe. I actually talked to him last week, but I'll talk to Joe uh, tomorrow about that. Um, So if you want a shirt, they're 20 bucks or 25 if we got to ship it to you. And if you can't wait, go check out Lucharillas.com because they also have some distance nerding merch they got merch people i'm 
posting it in the chat. So if you want to check out some of the distance nerding, like the distance nerdarilla, and whether you want a bump box or a t-shirt or a memory card or a bottle opener, we got it all at luchorillas.com. And as you guys can see on the screen, the distance nerdarilla on the screen right there, uh, we frequently wear their their gear. I actually wore one at Gem State so that people could see it. So pretty awesome. Yay. Yay. All right, so we we kind of went over on time, but that means you guys have to we tune in on. We had a lot of Star Wars stuff. Lots of yeah, Star Wars, really and we're not did. done. We're not yeah. done because Thursday, right. you're gonna tune in to the build, and we're gonna talk more Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah. So just so you guys know what we're doing this Thursday on this Thursday show, so we do have Joey DeAria coming on the show this week. Uh, you know he is uh he was uh from the late '80s to the '90s. Uh, he was Bozo the Clown. Uh, he was also in uh very various anime and uh he's an old hollywood guy so i mean like you know he's been in all kinds of stuff uh on the gong show. he was on the gong show uh he's he's got a lot of great stories uh so for those of you who were at gem state you know all about him coming on stage and just kind of randomly telling stories when i would talk on stage uh but we're gonna have him tell those stories here so like I'd give you an example maybe do a voice too oh yeah he was also droopy dog so i mean uh oh yeah, that's yeah. Cool. so i saw like there I, I was asking the crowd who's your favorite batman right and people started uh naming him out one guy goes Adam West right uh, and he just kind of bursts out of his booth like I heard Adam West and he comes up on stage he goes I got an Adam West story I'm like tell me your Adam West story man and he tells <laughs> us this awesome story about uh, the Hollywood Walk of Fame and uh, the Three Stooges and Adam West so I mean like it's that's it's, awesome right? uh, so we'll probably be able to coax some of those stories out of him uh, this this Thursday but we're gonna have Joey DeAria on the show uh, we're gonna be doing brackets but we're also gonna talk breakdown because we could not do the breakdown tonight uh, with all the news and everything that we had to cover tonight uh we're gonna move the breakdown over to this thursday uh and we are gonna break down episode six because there's a lot to go over hopefully i don't uh you know kind of melt into episode seven because episode seven is gonna be out by then so um but i mean i, I I'm, I'm excited to talk about it um Frey, you'll be in the chat right yeah i should be in the chat okay so you know we'll, we'll, if i'm not right I'm, i might be recording that day but we'll see i don't think I'll be, it won't be that late hopefully, okay because it's two hours late, you guys right so. right right and then uh um Again, for more for fun stuff on Thursday's show, there's a good chance that a certain force might be in studio. So get excited for that, ladies and gentlemen. I get like excited. it. Oh, look. Ooh, that's <laughs> no so <talk>. Mondays. <laughs> Monday game stream six to six a or six a.m. eight a.m. to twelve p.m. Right, right. Tuesdays the download six thirty till way past eight thirty, uh, and Thursdays the build six to eight p.m. And we're gonna move the the breakdown over there for a little bit and talk yes. to some celebs. It'll be awesome. Exactly. Just just for this week. And again, uh, like James mentioned, I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy on Mondays, guys. So just tune in to Twitch. Come and hang out with uh, me, Graveyard James, all in the chat. Just James putting fart uh, noises and knocks throughout the entire game so everybody knows. Hang out with young <laughs> Phil while he runs through the forest to find decapitated kids. It's great. That was like two, two three weeks ago, Like This know? week I didn't, I wasn't decapitated. Whatever. Whatever. I was learning new spells and I learned how to, I finally got Alahomora so I can like unlock doors and stuff. Oh yay. That's, Leviota that's yourself out of that hole. Come on. 
Wingardium Leviosa last week, and that's there you go. But I but I was saying it wrong, you know. Yeah. Oh. Oh, not Leviosa. Well, Frey girl, yeah. why don't you revelio your pluggables? <laughs> you can find me here on Tuesdays. Uh, I am on Kyber Cave Saturday morning nerd out on Saturday uh, at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. I also mod for the new rock stars. I'm on their Discord. I am one of the mods on their live show as well. It's taking a month hiatus because you know, of course, it's going to take a month hiatus when everything is coming out. But does yeah. that mean there's a ton of like new content coming, but we're just not allowed to talk about it yet? No. So they decided to scale back in April and give everybody a break because they were making so much content mm -hmm. and they're only releasing one thing a day right now. And uh, and then they're doing stuff like uh, Eric's doing stuff with the deep dive. So the deep he's dive, yeah. Some stuff over there. Yeah. But yeah, so Which, I mean, uh, late happy birthday back. to Eric Boss. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday, happy level up day, Eric. Even though I told him already, but <laughs> I'll tell you again. Um, and so got a lot of stuff going on, but the Discord is always popping. So you guys can definitely come in there. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Frey Girl on tick on TikTok and Instagram. I'm well on TikTok. I'm Gotham Oracle. On Instagram, I'm Gotham underscore Oracle. Uh, and yeah, and I'm also in the Discord for this channel. And uh, occasionally, I do weird things. I might post the Barbie pops in there. There you <laughs> if go. You want? Have I, we not already? I thought we. No, you know what we haven't. Yeah, I'll go ahead and that. Uh, yeah, but yeah, it, I've been having way too much fun with the Barbie uh, selfie generator. Oh, the ones you've been posting, guys. If you're not following her on social media, you need to just to see all the Barbie stuff she posts. Yeah, I did all the new rock stars hosts, all the guest hosts for the break room too. So I was really bored that day, but it was really fun, and I was so high about Barbie. So I do think it's going to be Barbie summer, and we're going to have a Mon Volani winter. So it's going to be fantastic, and Blue Beetles coming out this summer yes it's just gonna be it you know we're living in a nerd nirvana right now nerd nirvana i'm, I'm a nerdy first. i'm a nerdy girl in a nerdy world exactly it's <laughs> not plastic oh have something you want to discuss tell us what you're nerdy out on and make sure to let us know in the facebook group the distance nerding tin post well, ladies and gentlemen i'm just gonna let you know right now if you don't already know head over to distance nerding.com and join the taco party ladies and gentlemen you can join the taco party all you have to do how to get like nice and close and personal for everybody uh, that's gonna be the youtube like screen the the thumbnail hey, <laughs> tell mezzo to do it um uh i'll do it again join the taco party head over to distancenerding.com and click the button on the top left side join the taco party and do all the cool fun stuff uh because if you join the taco party if you buy some tacos all that does is make it so we can make more content for you guys and we can have all of the fun and you guys are looking at my nose now stop all right mas contento yeah guys connect with us at instagram facebook twitter twitch tiktok youtube discord all at distance nerding don't oh. forget you can email us at distance nerding at aol.com <laughs> See you later. And uh, we will read it on the air, hopefully. <laughs> dist ants nerding. Dist ants nerding. What if people are going to like dist underscore ants nerding at AOL.com and they're like, they never so read my emails. emails shouldn't be. There's no like, underscore I there. sending emails. I know, right? Fuck, so rude. So rude. We should go check the emails. Thanks yeah. and keep nerding together. All right. It's time Nerd for the dance party. Let's get some dancing going because I know James has got some kids to put away. Let's do this. And ooh, Ahsoka. Oh, I like that. 
That's the button that'll kill everybody. Well, we hope you enjoyed this week's Comic Conversation. This was a production of the Distance Nerding Podcast and Time for Tacos Media. For more content, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, and TikTok, all at Distance Nerding. If you enjoy our content, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks, and keep nerding together.